Welcome to the Emancipate Your Mind podcast. I'm your host, certified religious transition and trauma recovery coach, Terry Hales. I help people step out of the shadows of religious fear and shame and embrace their authentic selves with love and empathy. If you're ready to throw off the shackles of learned binary thinking and explore a more nuanced approach to life, this is your playground. Hello again. Are you guys surprised? Because I'm surprised. No, just kidding. I'm not all that surprised. Welcome back to the Emancipate Your Mind podcast for a little midweek bonus. You guys, we're going to start doing this. We're going to start having a little mini bonus episode midweek to answer questions because you guys are amazing listeners and the questions are flooding in and some of them are things that I don't want you to have to wait until September to hear because as people are asking questions and as my husband and I are talking and as I'm talking to other coaches and people who are in the religious, like the ex-religious world and people who are in the nuanced religious world and in spirituality and sexuality and parenting and all of it, I am coming up with idea after idea after idea of what I want to talk about, and the list is getting so long. We have almost the entire year planned out, you guys, and I have guests coming on, and it's going to be amazing. But today, I have gotten this question no less than five times in the past two weeks since Kevin and I have started doing episodes together, and I thought, you know what? We'll address this in a quick episode so that you guys can get this answer, you know, sooner than later. So... The question is, how do I know if I am looking for a therapist or a life coach or both? This is such a good question, you guys. Um, This is actually a question I had myself as I was trying to decide, did I want to go back and get my master's degree like Kevin? Because he and I have the very same bachelor's degree. And I went through his master's degree with him. I read most of the books with him. Um, We talked about his essays and his papers before he wrote them. And we would often discuss them before he wrote those. So I almost kind of felt like I got a master's degree. And I was trying to decide, do I want to go back and get a master's degree, get licensed in Colorado and become a, a therapist here that deals with religious transitions specifically? Or did I want to become a life coach? And I just want to let you guys know, because I often get this question too, why did I become a life coach instead of a therapist? And that question is so easily answered. Um, I realized that faith transition is something that is happening so frequently, especially in the Western world. Okay, here in the United States, 47% of people sometimes throughout their life will undergo a faith transition. And when I say faith transition, I don't just mean leaving your religion and changing to another one or becoming no no religion. That is one way to faith transition. But you can also faith transition by becoming nuanced in your faith. So maybe you start questioning and you decide, you know what, these parts of my faith are unhealthy. I'm going to throw those out. I'm going to keep these parts. And you Find a way to live your religion in a way that makes sense to you personally, that honors your authenticity, that allows you to be the very best you while sifting through what works for you and leaving what doesn't. Does that make sense? That's one kind of faith transition. 
Another kind of faith transition is the one that we typically think about where you leave your faith and maybe you don't have a faith after that. Maybe you become atheist. Maybe you become agnostic. Maybe you become like some sort of new age spirituality. You, you take on something completely different and often without an organization. A lot of people that transition out of a religion, if they leave, they either leave for another faith but a lot of times if they're coming from high demand religion, they don't want an organization that has any sort of authority over them. So a lot of people that transition out of high demand religion either go for atheism and they want a very scientific atheism or they do like human secularism or they practice their faith, a very nuanced faith, but at home. They don't want any church telling them what to do. So I've worked with clients who still consider themselves Christian. They left high demand Christianity and still didn't even want the authority of a low-demand Christianity church. And they decided, you know what, I'm just going to pick the parts from the Bible that really make me feel good, really align with my values, and um, I'm going to do that from home, or I'm going to do that from the woods. So um, because this is such a phenomenon, and so many people are going through it, the reach, what people need, there's so many people that are looking for guidance to go through faith transitions. And if I was a licensed therapist here in Colorado, I would only be able to help people in Colorado. I wouldn't be able to help anyone anywhere else in the United States, let alone in the world. And right now, I talk to people all over the world. So becoming a life coach really made sense for me, A, because there are not very many people doing this work. There are a lot of people talking about what's wrong with religion, but there aren't a lot of people that are helping people move through this space. So I have actively looked for people working through religious deconstruction. I think I found 25 on the entire internet, in the entire world, 25 people doing this work. And so, yeah, it's needed. And it is it is a service that, that people are craving, especially right now. So people have been going through faith transitions at an accelerated rate. If you look at the Pew Research, they they have shown an acceleration, particularly in the last 10 years, of people going through faith transitions, particularly what they can track is people who've left religion and are claiming no religion or claiming atheism as their religion now. So that has gone up by 17%, if I'm remembering that correctly, in the last 10 years. That is a huge jump, you guys. And so this work is so needed, and I decided I have the knowledge for therapy. I want to get the life coaching knowledge, and I want services to be available to more people, not just in Colorado, that are doing the work um, you know, in deconstruction, are licensed in their state and so are a little bit restricted with what they can do. However, I love seeing that every year there's more and more resources and it's becoming easier and easier to transition out. So that makes me really excited. But to answer that question, that is the reason I got into life coaching instead of therapy. All right, what are the differences? Because there are some main differences between therapy and life coaching. Both of them are helping services. Both of them are meant to help people psychologically, emotionally become healthier, right? And 
to, to get the life that they want and that they deserve. But there are some really key differences. And this is especially true as Kevin and I have talked, finding out what his primary focus is in his work versus what my primary focus is in my work, um, it becomes very distinct. So there is a little bit of crossover in the middle, but for the most part, a therapist is someone who deals with the past. So we want to think about a therapist as like an archaeologist, okay? So they're going to go through the past and they're going to help you dig things up that help explain your behaviors, your feelings, and your circumstances here in the present, okay? So if things are really not functioning well in the present and you don't understand why, so often what can happen is until we look at the past, until we deal with the hurts and the traumas, and you guys, everybody has trauma, okay? When I say trauma, some people are like, "Eh, I don't have trauma, but every single human has trauma. It might be big T trauma, like some of the bigger things that we often think of as trauma, wartime trauma, sexual trauma, um, neglect or abuse, those sorts of things. But all of us have at least little T trauma. Little T trauma are like those little things, those key things that happened in our childhood that changed everything. They either either gave us um you know, some sense of insecurity, or they gave us some sense of how the world worked that really affected our life in perhaps a way that wasn't ideal or healthy. So maybe you're, you woke up from a nap one day and your parents weren't at home. You didn't realize they were next door talking to the neighbors and you woke up and it, it scared you so badly that you began to have abandonment issues throughout the rest of your childhood or um, and into your adulthood. We're talking about little T traumas like that. A lot of people would say waking up from a nap with no one in the house isn't that traumatic. But if you're four years old and you don't have the cognitive abilities that we have as adults, that can be very traumatic. And because we're working with a not fully developed brain, these little traumas can affect our adult life long, like long into adulthood. Okay. So, and they live in our subconscious and they become, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Inside Out. I will reference it so many times. I love it so much, but they become these kind of like key events, these key memories that sort of shape other things. And until we go back and we look at those subconscious memories, they continue to shape other things. This is why therapists are so important, you guys, because therapists are so good at going back and looking at those traumas, helping us sort them out, make sense of our behavior now. They help us gain empathy and compassion for ourselves. They help us make sense of the present. They make us, they help us make sense of why things have unfolded the way they have so that we can sort of make peace with that, okay? So therapists are fantastic at helping us make peace with the present by looking at the past, okay? Where a coach comes in, coaches are primarily focused on taking you where you are in the present. We just consider this ground zero, okay? Wherever you are, we're going to take you from where you are in the present and help you build the future you want, okay? Where I become a little different is I'm a little bit of a mix of both. Like sometimes I will do some somatic healing for the past. Um, We will reference trauma to understand the present so that we can build the future. So I have a tendency to 
kind of do all three. And Kevin does the same. You can't help it. I live with a therapist. He lives with a coach. We talk all the time. My ideas rub off on him and vice versa. It's just what it is. But typically, a coach is going to take you where you are and say, okay, so these are your beliefs right now. These are your behaviors right now. This is how it's keeping you from getting what you want in the future. This is what we need to deconstruct right now so that you can get something better. Like, this is your belief. We don't care where the belief came from. This is just the belief. How do you want to change this so it supports what you want more in the future? This is fantastic, and it is so good at helping you get what you want. However, if we don't address why things have happened, if we don't address the trauma in the past, particularly in faith transition, you guys, we are going to reproduce the same things we've always gotten. If we grew up in a codependent relationship and we don't address that pattern that we we gained in childhood, we will create codependent relationships with our partners and with our own children. Does that make sense? So you can have a coach that's like, okay, we are gonna we're gonna build these things. And if you have a trauma-informed coach or someone who understands codependency, they can help you through the whole process. But if you just have a life coach that's like, we're gonna, we're gonna build the future, that's fantastic if you've already dealt with your past. Or you can do both simultaneously. You can work with a therapist and a coach. I have clients that do this as well, even though I do a little of all of it. They love me to help them get what they want in the future. And when trauma comes up, we'll reference it and then they take it to their therapist to really dig into the the trauma and the therapist and I work together to really get the results that this client wants. Okay, so therapists, like archaeologists, coaches are like architects, okay? Archaeologists dig up the past to make sense of the present. Coaches take the present. We make blueprints to help you build your future, okay? Now, another question I get so frequently is, it's really not so much of a question. It's actually more of a statement. It's usually something like, I've tried therapy or I've tried coaching and it just didn't work for me. Okay, you guys, here's the deal. When you are finding someone to help you, when you're finding someone to support you, when you're finding someone to listen to you, this is going to be like a dating experience, okay? This is going to be like you going on a date and finding that good, energetic, emotional fit for you. If you were looking for someone to date and you just went on one date, let's say let's say you went to, I don't know what the dating apps are today, but let's say you went to a dating app that was reputable. It wasn't just a hookup app, right? Hookup apps are awesome, but not if you're looking for like a, you know, a good soul connection necessarily. Um, So let's say you went to a dating app and you found this person that seemed pretty good on paper, because this is how a lot of us do this with therapy, right? Is we get online and we're like, yeah, they look pretty attractive. And I, you know, their credentials are right. And I kind of like their background. So and they've got this one video. They're pretty like they seem like they know what they're doing. And we set up a time to meet with this therapist or this coach. And so we get in these containers And then it doesn't fit for some reason, like either it's not a good personality fit or we don't feel like they really hurt us or understood us or they're just not the specialty we're looking for. I can't tell you how many clients are like, I went to a therapist, but they don't understand anything about leaving a high demand religion. Like it does not compute. And I'm like, then find another therapist. It's okay. 
just because it didn't work out with one therapist, like just because you went on one date doesn't mean that dating is stupid and that you should never date again. It just means that that person wasn't someone you want to date again. Do the same thing with your therapist, okay? Go and meet with them. Some therapists will have free calls. Most coaches have free calls. The whole point of those free calls is for you to get used to um, how they speak, what their knowledge base is, if you feel comfortable with them, if you feel heard and valued and understood, if you feel comfortable if you feel safe enough in their presence to open up and get vulnerable and talk about the things you need to talk about. Because whether you're with a coach or a therapist, you're going to have to get real honest about what's going on so that you can move forward. So you're looking for someone that can help you feel all those things. Now, there's three main things you're looking for whenever you are dating around, if you will, for a a therapist or a coach when you're shopping around. Let's put it that way. You want someone who can help you establish trust. So you need someone you feel comfortable being vulnerable with. That is probably one of the most important things. If you don't feel safe or comfortable getting open and honest with this person, you're not going to move forward very quickly. This has to be somebody you can get really raw with so that you guys can move forward. Because again, what we won't acknowledge, we can't solve. And that that's true for therapy. It's true for coaching. And if we don't feel safe enough to acknowledge what's going on and be honest with ourselves, it's not going to work. And just because it works for one person, like just because you have a friend that's like, this therapist is amazing. I feel super comfortable with them. Doesn't mean there's something wrong with you if you don't jive with that therapist. That's totally okay. The second thing you're looking for is you want a good active listener. Okay, if it is the coach's show or the therapist's show, that is not the therapist for you. All right, you're there to be heard and seen and understood. You're there to feel like the therapist gets you and you can talk through things and they guide you with questions to help you get to the answers that your inner knowing has. Okay, so they're there to really ask you questions, help you look at things from another perspective, um, dig deeper when they can feel like you're being a little bit hesitant, you know, ask you, you know, further clarifying questions so that you can get to the root of maybe what's limiting you or holding you back. So you want someone who will actively listen to you, not just with their ears, but with their eyes that are watching your body language so that they can say, hey, you look a little uncomfortable here. Tell me about that. What's going on? Because these are the things we don't recognize in ourselves. This is the reason so often we can't heal or move forward by ourselves sometimes is because we get stuck and we don't realize we're stuck. We don't realize that we're holding ourselves back. It's just that we're not asking the right questions of ourselves, or we've gotten to a certain layer and We don't have somebody saying, hey, like it seems like there's something a little bit deeper. Do you want to explore that with me? Okay, what is that thing? What are you feeling? What's going on in your head? So you want someone that will active listen to you. And you guys, can I just tell you one of the most therapeutic processes in both coaching and in therapy is when you're able to speak and then hear somebody say back to you what you said. It is so clarifying to have someone listen and then mirror back to you what you said. Because so often 
You might be like, hmm, not quite. Actually, it's more like this. And it just helps you get clear with yourself about what you're feeling, what you experienced, how it's affecting you, where you want to go, what's standing in your way. I can't tell you how awesome it is to have that active listening and how much more quickly you can move forward and get out of your own way, whether you are processing your past or whether you are building your future when you have somebody that will active listen with you. Last, and this is so important, you are looking for a professional that will encourage you to listen to your own authority. If you have a coach or a therapist that is telling you what to do, this is a problem. If they're saying, this is what I think you should do, go do that, that's not okay. If you have a coach or a therapist that is prescribing a certain belief system, a certain sort of spirituality for you in your uh, faith transition, that is a problem. That is not okay. So if someone is transposing their beliefs on you, transposing on you what they think you should do if they're trying to answer your problem for you or, you know, give you step-by-step instructions of what you need to do, it, it is a red flag, okay? What a therapist and a coach are supposed to do is we're supposed to ask you questions and help you get in touch with that authority that is inside of you that already knows where you're supposed to go and what you're supposed to do. But so often we can't hear that voice because we've been so conditioned not to listen to ourselves, but to listen to outside authority. And so if you have a therapist or a coach that's stepping in as your outside authority, you're still going to be living from someone else's authority and knowing. It's still not you. You're not getting in touch with yourself. So a therapist and a coach are supposed to help you get in touch with you and figure out what is best with your values and your beliefs. And if you don't know what your values and your beliefs are, a therapist or a coach, either one can help you figure out what do you value? What do you believe? What do you want? And you guys, sometimes we don't know because we feel guilty about what we value, what we believe, what we want, what we don't want, because we have a whole list of shoulds that tell us that that's not okay and it's not appropriate. So This is the answer for this question. I could go on actually about this. I thought, you know what? No, this is going to be a really quick episode. And it has been. It's been quicker. But this is what you're looking for when you're looking for a therapist or a coach. I'm wishing you all the best. Please feel free to send me questions of your own. If you have a question you want to be answered, I will be answering one to two questions in these short sessions in the middle of the week from here on out because I'm loving this podcasting thing. Like this is, hello, where have you been all my life? Um, I'm, I was meant for this. I love this. So I'm so glad that I started a podcast. But if you have a question that you want to have answered, feel free to either message me on my Instagram, just send me a quick message, or I will put my email and you can drop a quick question in my email at, I believe it's terry at emancipatedcoaching.com. So you can go ahead and send that there and I will be going through the questions and selecting one to two to answer in the midweek question and answer every week from here on out. Thank you for joining me and thank you for being on this journey with me. It has meant the world to me. I appreciate you and I hope this is helping you.